I think we're recording. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> hey, welcome to the round table. Uh, Mark is out. Actually, he's literally out. He's outside working with all our kids, with Veritas kids. So I've got Lauren Vogel here uh, for the round table as my guest. Um, and it's because uh, I was able to meditate on, teach through Psalm 23. Well, that was just like one little 1% into Lauren's soul. She began to ponder Psalm 23, took it to a whole new level, ended up writing a song. Well, that song is now nestled into this uh, project, a, a whole album through Veritas and the worshipers here. And uh, that has just come out. So that's pretty exciting. Wanted to highlight that, let everybody know about that. Where do they get it, by the way? How, how can people um, access it? You can go to veritasworship.org is the website. And there's links to Spotify and Apple Music oh. on there. Cool. So wherever you listen to music, you should be able to get it. Oh, on awesome. platform. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So you will love all the different works on there. It's it's just such a gift, such a gift to all of us. Um, it's actually a live recording that, so you'll hear other worshipers joining in with them. So it's it's pretty cool uh, project they have going. But mm -hmm. but I just wanted to zoom in on one of those songs because after Lauren first. Um, introduced it to our church family. I think two or maybe even three times I tried to come up and thank you. <laughs> and I would get emotional just trying to thank her for this song because I just felt like it so captured not just the words, not just the, the, the truth of that psalm, but the emotion of it. The um, what was David trying to draw out of, or maybe pour into the reader? Um, and I just felt like Lauren captured that. And so every time I tried to thank her for her work, I'd like get choked up and be like, I'll come back. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk specifically about that. I want to broaden it to writing songs in general, but that song in particular, give us kind of the, Evolution. What was the story behind what would end up becoming a song that they can all download from Spotify? Yeah, well, honestly, I haven't been a songwriter for very long, mm. um, but I used to write in high school and um, mostly poetry and stuff. Mm. And I actually stopped writing for a time because I just felt like, to me, what I thought of writing was, was like, has to be cathartic. It has to be about pain, all this stuff. And so I feel like the Lord was actually like, hey, stop writing for a time. And then when I was a senior in college, I started writing again, because um, I just felt that prompting from the Lord. And so actually the chorus and the bridge of Psalm 23 came out of that time. Just like a little practice room in Voxman, just like trying to write, not having an outlet for it at all, but just trying to be obedient. And I must have been very affected by the message translation because I came up with that bridge somehow you're mm -hmm. true to your word you let me catch my breath just borrowing eugene peterson's language and then yeah just last march march 2020 was just feeling like i told a little bit of this story at the um, live recording night but just was feeling anxious with so many uncertainties like so many people oh, were man, totally and just didn't know like you know we're all shut up in our houses and just didn't know what to sing or what to even like pray to the Lord in that time because um, it was just so new. And I shared a little bit about this. I follow this worship leader and she was just on her Instagram just singing 
directly from, I think, Psalm 91, just mm. like literally singing the words to some chords underneath on her keyboard. And I thought, wow, that's really simple. And right. like, that's how simple worship is. It's just like singing scripture. And really that's like, I, I don't know. It's like a really responsible, right. you know, we can be led astray by our own hearts, but if we're singing scripture, mm. like we can't really go wrong. Totally. And so totally. I, remembered that chorus and that bridge that I had and then was just meditating on Psalm 23 because of how you had just been bringing it before our church so much and just ended up writing these verses. It was very fast. Really? Yeah. It doesn't always, in my limited experience so far, like it doesn't always happen like that, but that one was just like a rush of like, this is what it is, you know? And just like paraphrased the psalm and then it was it was done probably in the span of like three hours wow. i don't know so from that three hour period and a completed you know product right there mm-hmm. then to what we sing when we sing it here at veritas was there much different like did it mm-hmm. go through any changes from there um not structurally like the melody and the lyrics were consistent the whole time which i think is maybe not typical right. but for that song it was just set so it is um, what we sing is what happened mm-hmm. that's cool yeah, yeah that's actually pretty cool yeah. and of course we have like a lot more elements in the live recording sure sure have, um, other instruments going yes on people and... wrote like beautiful guitar parts and right. drum parts to complement it so it sounds a lot different than when sure. i was just on my little keyboard in but my still, room but still i love that though that we really are singing what mm-hmm. happened in that yeah. three hour mm-hmm. time okay so now fast forward I busted into a time that you were having with some of the other artists here a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you guys come together like that and collaborate to have a a songwriting workshop or or whatever that was, um, do you guys like pick a theme, a a verse, a truth, or is it more like a smorgasbord? You got all these things kind of coming out. Like how, what does that day look like? How do you go about (laughs) doing what you do? Well, I will say that was our first time doing it as our whole staff team. So we're very much in the learning stages, I think. Um, I think we were just kind of trying to model it off of like um, what happens like in our individual songwriting time. Um, So we just like started with prayer, started with worship and just kind of, you know, we're playing under it kept going, kept worshiping and just like seeing if anything mm. comes up or if anyone's inspired by something. And cause we just started completely from scratch. I think a lot mm. of times, a lot of, for V3, we had a lot of individual songs that maybe oh. like we would tweak a little bit and like mm. give each other feedback on. But like most of the essence of the song was there. This was kind of right. different because we were trying to just come from scratch. Like, okay, wow. let's just put a brand new song together, which had its own it has its challenges both ways for well, sure. Well, I would think it'd be hard because something like an artistic expression to throw something out there and all of a sudden you've got James or Dalton. No, I would do this. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, that's my dream. That's my, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. is there ever, I don't know, a, lo- a level of pr- protection or yes. yeah. Yeah. We have to, I think that it, you learn how to, it's a continual process of yeah. learning how to honor one another in that and like right. honor the vulnerability that that person's bringing, but also trying to be like having this posture of humility and like yes. open hands and not bringing something that you're not willing to right. have changed a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's a hard, yeah, it's a hard balance for sure. Wow. 
yeah. But I think there's such benefit in creating as a team because yeah. we, couldn't, we couldn't do it if we weren't a team. Um, yeah. Well, so. it's such a beautiful picture of 1 Corinthians 12, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that all the aspects of the body, they play their rightful part. If we're all trying to play the same part, it becomes confusing. It's, mm-hmm. it's chaotic. But when we all find our rightful place, the body can function beautifully. And so even like when you're back on the Psalm 23 one, you know, for the percussionist to bring in his or her expression and for the keyboards, whatever, guitarist, yeah. bassist, all of a sudden what you had as a beautiful expression of worship became something even more beautiful and maybe even more, um, what am I saying, communicative or something like can, can appeal to more and more people because you got yeah. so many other. So that's kind of a, but on the other hand, I could see where. I don't know if you've got a dream, a vision, something you want to do, and then somebody else, it could feel in my mind like somebody's co-opting it or hmm. making it become something it's it's not. And that would be a tender hmm. balance. Yeah. Like yeah. Deferring in that beautiful way, but also like, wait, you're actually making it something hmm. different than what I started out with. Yeah. That could be a challenge. I think. <laughs> I would think. <laughs> the biggest thing is just having trust with one another. Like, mm knowing that nobody really is like unless it's your own well i guess i should speak for myself yeah but nobody's really coming with their own agenda you know um and i think i've been i've felt just so honored by my team members just Mm. like deferring to like just deferring to each other's vision and being like hey i want to serve your vision because this was originally your song or and it's like a give and take and it totally yeah there's not so it does seem like especially in the unbelieving world of artists that pain is actually an integral part of their expression i mean you think of Mm. van gogh right or just uh a lot of literary artists a lot of people bring their best expression of either a visual art or whatever it is but it's anchored in a level of pain. You you referenced last year during the pandemic and just different things going mm-hmm. on. I mean, is that is that true? Like, <laughs> do you, do you find that maybe some of your most creativity or or under deepest well or whatever, do you, do you find that pain is kind of a, mm-hmm. a common source there? Maybe. Yeah. I think. Like with Redeemer, that was written out of a season of pain for me. But kind of as I mentioned before, like when I first started writing when I was in high school, I just thought it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like processing pain. And I think that it can be, but I was missing the piece that like actually any artistic endeavor is supposed to like evoke hope. And mm. like, oh, that's, that's so good for the Christian. Like that's the purpose. And so. I think a lot of it does come through pain, which I think is just a testament to, like, the suffering of Jesus. You know, right. being in mental sorrow. That's not. I don't know. Yeah, I, that no. I like what you said there yeah. about the hope thing because, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's tragic to follow many unbelieving artists mm. that gave the world something beautiful, but actually they they miss up. Van Gogh himself, mm-hmm. right? Took his life. So yeah. um, for you as a Christian artist, maybe to understand the, the mm-hmm. um, resource, I guess, that pain is, 
like in Psalm 23 itself, right? Mm -hmm. But to bring it to hope, but to bring it to, you know, I love it like you, you let me catch my breath, you know, mm -hmm. just the way you help us to sing that, that that's really maybe the turning point for the Christian artist is, but we have hope we can mm -hmm. anchor it back in yeah. Christ. That's, that's, that's really good. Mm -hmm. um, so here's what I, I'm going to totally put you on the spot by, <laughs> I, I want to read Psalm 23. Could you just sing like even the first part of, of the song? Sure. Okay, so let me let me just read it again because guys, Psalm 23 never gets old. I feel like I rediscovered an old friend um, over the last year and a half in Psalm 23. Not only do I keep coming back to it in my own times with Christ, I tend to lead from this last week. I had our whole congregation stand and read Psalm 23 again, not because it's a better than any other part of the Bible, but it does seem to um, connect broadly with so many people, whether you're in those green pastures or in that dark valley, it, there's a universal experience that we're finding, I think, in Psalm 23. So um, so let me, let me read, read Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. All right, so let's hear it sung. The whole thing? As much as you want, as much as you want. Okay. Yeah, I'd love it, yeah. Lord, you are my shepherd. I have everything I need. You refresh me with your friendship in the living water streams when i look in my reflection i see you right next to me no there's never been a moment when you were keeping me and when i walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You will take my hand. You'll lead me right through. When I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You will take my hand. You'll lead me right through. You're true to your word. You'll let me catch my breath. You're true to your word, you let me catch my breath. You're true to your word, you let me catch my breath. You're true to your word, you let me catch my breath. And when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, you will take my hand. You'll lead me right through when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. 
For you are with me, you will take my hand. You'll lead me right through. Mm. Holy cow. <laughs> I just picture David tapping back into when he was that shepherd so remote and so removed out there fighting the battles that he had to as a shepherd but his father brothers ignoring him it was just he and the lord like creating these songs well now undoubtedly many years later sitting as king mm -hmm. facing new kinds of battles or but almost tapping back into you know what i mean that trust yeah. that he had to discover uh even as a, a boy where god was the only one hearing him sing this song yeah. up on a green pasture you know and wow. so i love it that i mean we've got workers walking through while you're singing we've got people loud we've got the sirens going on outside because all the kids and uh still the the song of mm -hmm. psalm 23 going up so yeah. lauren thanks and i i do and i think you guys would be blessed if you not only were able to uh, in your home, in your car, wherever, uh, have Psalm 23, but the rest of the songs as well. So this is a shameless plug <laughs> for the album that just, and it's called V3 because it's like V3. volume three, yes. I assume. Yeah. V3. So anyway, that's what we have for you today. Lauren, thanks. thanks it's a blessing. Absolutely. All right. Take care. God bless. Grace and peace. Boom.